0: Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Starting today's reading with 2 Kings chapter 14. Amaza son of joash began to rule over judah in the second year of the reign of king jehoahash of israel amaziah was 25 years old when he became king and he reigned in jerusalem 29 years his mother was jehoiadin from jerusalem amaziah did what was pleasing on the lord's side but not like his ancestor David. Instead, he followed the example of his father Joash. Amaziah did not destroy the pagan shrines and the people still offered sacrifices and burned incense there. When Amaziah was well established as king, he executed the officials who had assassinated his father. However, he did not kill the children of the assassins for he obeyed the command of the Lord as written in the book in the, by Moses in the book of the law. Parents must not be put to must not put parents must not put to death for the sin sins of their children nor children for the sins of their parents. Those deserving to die must be put to death for their own crimes. Amaziah also killed 10,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. He also conquered Selah and changed its name to Jehochahephel, as it is called to this day. One day, Amaziah sent messengers with this challenge to Israel's king Jehoash, the son of Jehoiahaz, the grandson of Jehu. Come and meet me in battle. But King Jehoahash of Israel replied to King Amaziah of Judah with this story. Out in the Lebanon mountains, a thistle sent a message to a mighty cedar tree. Give your daughter in marriage to my son. But just then a wild animal of Lebanon came by and stepped on the thistle, crushing it. You have indeed defeated Edom, and you are proud of it. But be content with your victory and stay home. Why stir up trouble that will only bring disaster on you and the people of Judah? But Amaziah refused to listen, so King Jehoahash of Israel mobilized his army against King Amaziah of Judah. The two armies drew up their battle lines at Beth Shemesh in Judah. Judah was routed by the army of Israel, and its army scattered and fled for home. King Jehoahash of Israel captured Judah's king, Meziah, son of Joash, the grandson of Ahazahel, at Beth Shemesh. Then he marched to Jerusalem, where he demolished 600 feet of Jerusalem's wall, from the Ephraim gate to the corner gate. He carried off all the gold and silver and all the articles from the temple of the Lord. He also seized the treasuries of the royal palace, along with hostages, and he returned to Samaria. The rest of the events of Jehoahash's reign and everything that he did, including the extent of his power and his war with King Amaziah of Judah, are recorded in the book of the history of the kings of Israel. When Jehoahash died, he was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. Then his son, Jeroboam II, became the next king. King Amaziah of Judah lived for 15 years after the death of King Joash of Israel. The rest of the events of Amaziah's reign are recorded in the book of the history of the kings of Judah. There was a conspiracy against Amaziah's life in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lachish. But his enemies sent assassins after him, and they killed him there. They brought his body back to Jerusalem on a horse, and he was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. All the people of Judah had crowned Amaziah's sixteen-year-old son Uzziah as king in place of his father, Amaziah. After his death, Uzziah rebuilt the town of Elath and restored it to Judah. Jeroboam II, the son of Johash, began to rule over Israel in the 15th year of King Amaziah's reign in Judah. He reigned in Samaria 41 years. He did what was evil in the Lord's sight. He refused to turn from the sins that Jeroboam, son of Nebat, had led Israel to commit. Jeroboam II recovered the territories of Israel between Lebo-Hamath and the Dead Sea, just as the Lord, the God of Israel, had promised through Jonah, son of Amittai, the prophet from Gath-Hefer. For the Lord saw the bitter suffering of everyone in Israel, and that there was no one in Israel slave or free to help them. And because the Lord had not said he would blot out the name of Israel completely, he used Jeroboam II, the son of Jehoash, to save them. The rest of the events of the reign of Jeroboam II and everything that he did, including the extent of his power, his wars, and how he recovered for Israel, both Damascus and Hamath, which had belonged to Judah, are recorded in the book of the history of the kings of Israel. When Jeroboam II died, he was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. Then his son Zechariah became the next king. We're also reading Second Chronicles chapter 25. Amaziah was 25 years old when he became king and reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. His mother was Jehoiadin from Jerusalem. Amaziah did what was pleasing the Lord's sight, but not wholeheartedly. When Amaziah was well established as king, he executed the officials who had assassinated his father. However, he did not kill the children of the assassins, for he obeyed the command of the Lord as written by Moses in the book of the law parents must not be put to death for the sins of their children nor children for the sins of their parents those deserving to die must be put to death for their own crimes then amaziah organized the army assigning generals and captains for all judah and benjamin he took a census and found that he had an army of 300,000 select troops 20 years old and older all trained in the use of spear and shield. He also paid about 7,500 pounds of silver to hire 100,000 experienced fighting men from Israel. But a man of God came to him and said, Your majesty, do not hire troops from Israel, for the Lord is not with Israel. He will not help those people of Ephraim. If you let them go with your troops in the battle, you will be defeated by the enemy no matter how well you fight. God will overthrow you, for he has the power to help you or to trip you up. Amaziah asked the man of God, "'But what about all that silver I pay to hire the army of Israel?' The man of God replied, The Lord is able to give you much more than this. So Amaziah discharged the hired troops and sent them back to Ephraim. This made them very angry with Judah, and they returned home in a great rage. Then Amaziah summoned his courage and led his army to the Valley of Salt, where they killed 10,000 Edomite troops from Seir. They captured another 10,000 and took them to the top of the cliff and threw them off, dashing them into pieces on the rocks below. Meanwhile, the hired troops that Amaziah had sent home raided several of the towns of Judah between Samaria and Beth Horon. They killed 3,000 people and carried off great quantities of plunder. When King Amaziah returned from slaughtering the Edomites, he brought with him idols taken from the people of Seir. He set them up as his own gods, bowed down in front of them, and offered sacrifices to them. This made the Lord very angry, and he sent a prophet to ask, Why do you turn to gods who could not even save their own people from you? But the the king interrupted him and said, Since when have I made you the king's counselor? Be quiet now before I have you killed. So the prophet stopped with the warning. I know that God has determined to destroy you because you have done this and have refused to accept my counsel. After consulting with his advisors, King Amaziah of Judah sent this challenge to Israel's King Jehohah, Jehoahaz, the son of Jehoahaz, the grandson of Jehu, come and meet me in battle. But King Jehoahaz of Israel replied to King Amaziah of Judah with this story. Out in the Lebanon mountains, a thistle sent a message to a mighty cedar tree. Give your daughter in marriage to my son. But just then a wild animal of Lebanon came by and stepped on the thistle, crushing it. You are saying I have defeated Edom, and you are very proud of it. But my advice is to stay at home. Why stir up trouble that will only bring disaster on you and the people of Judah?" But Amaziah refused to listen, for God was determined to destroy him by turning, for turning to the gods of Edom. So King Jehoahash of Israel mobilized his army against King Amaziah of Judah. The two armies drew up their battle lines at Beth Shemesh and Judah. Judah was routed by the army of Israel, and its army scattered and fled for home, King Jehoahash of Israel captured Judah's king, Amaziah, son of Joash, the grandson of Ahazah at Beth Shemesh. Then he brought him to Jerusalem, where he demolished 600 feet of Jerusalem's wall. From the Ephraim gate to the corner gate, he carried off all the gold and silver and the articles from the temple of God that had been in the care of Obed-Edom. He also seized the treasuries of the royal palace along with the hostages and then returned to Samaria. King Amaziah of Judah lived for 15 years after the death of King Jehosh of Israel. The rest of the events of Amaziah's reign from beginning to end are recorded in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. After Amaziah turned away from the Lord, there was a conspiracy against his life in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lachish. But his enemies sent assassins after him, and they killed him there. They brought his body back on a horse, and he was buried in his ans- with his ancestors in the city of David. King Amaziah made the mistake of feeling very boastful of himself. After defeating the enemies of Edom, he decides to take up battle against Israel. And even though Israel's king tries to warn against him, Amaziah still is determined to go through with his plans. The problem was that Amaziah had left the Lord He had started worshiping these false gods that he had found that were just lying around as he had taken victory against Edom. He had not followed the Lord wholeheartedly. We can take some advice from this example that we can have our plans determined and that we can be so focused on ourselves and think that we have brought victory and that we are, are in some way very significant and maybe even mighty. But without God, we're nothing. As we have read before, the army of Israel had grown very small and yet they were able to defeat the army of Judah. Judah we can get very self-righteous and self-proud of what we are able to do. But without God, we are destined to always fail. Thank you again for joining us for The Journey. Please be sure to share this podcast.